Hello campers, and welcome oh. to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And this is a podcast where we tell each other two true scary stories. And, ah. uh, <laughs> yes. Now I think we should get right into it, because my okay. notes are very jumbled and complicated and it might take a bit to parse them out. Good. Because <laughs> I used Good. my handy dandy notebook, which I used to use, <laughs> and not my computer. So that means it's all over the place. But I feel good about it. It's funner that way. Let's do it. So I'm going to take you to Village Church Farm Museum in Lincolnshire. (laughs) Oh, God. Finally, we're back to Lincolnshire. Mm. (laughs) I have no idea where that is. Uh, I'm going to guess the UK. Yeah, you're right. No way. That's yeah. definitely Utah. <laughs> that yeah, that's Texas, Hanny. <laughs> so, um, since we had such a wonderful and successful episode on the Black Monk of Pontefract, I, I, I have thought... been getting comments of I couldn't sleep at night. That disturbed me. Like usually, I'm fine, but that really messed me up, which I love. Wait. Got some great responses. Yes. Um, like, positively, they were terrified. <laughs> yes. So that's great, and we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, and then, so I thought I would go back to the Most Haunted team, because they, they, they did us so good. Woo! I love So that. we went to Lincolnshire. Now, uh, now the area that they're going to be investigating is several buildings on land. Um... We've got a stone cottage dating back to the 1500s, which was brought brick by brick from somewhere else in the 1980s. And then there's a farmhouse, just like a home, that's been there since the 1700s. And then you've got a stable block, which dates from the 1800s. What is a stable block? Uh, It's a... Stable, right? Just a stable. <laughs> what? Huh? Why not just call it a stable? Why do they gotta? I don't know. It's because it probably means more than just a stable. But ah, good point. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the um, subtleties are lost on us of the putting up of horses. But there's <laughs> horses were there at one point. You can probably say. Anyway, so you've got all these uh, different little structures, and all of them have their own fun, spooky elements to them, which is great. And uh, all of the team are just running around each of them and, and having experiences. Uh, some of the stuff that's heard in this place, in all of these places, are children heard, laughing, lots of footsteps, shapes, full apparitions. Uh, they kind of run the gamut on all the stuff that you encounter. Uh, what was really fun was their choice for B-roll was to film, like, hooks hanging, like, hook, oh. just, like, on the walls, like, in, like, I don't know, like, the cottage or, like, where all the pots and pans were hanging and they just, like, zoom in on a what? hook <laughs> and then what? play, like, a... <laughs> like, they're... chanting monks? Yes, yes, exactly, chanting monks. Uh, oh my as God. they were like zooming in on these like hooks, like, <laughs> what? 
we're gonna show you some storage. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is where pans go. <laughs> anyway, that was really cool. Um, I like that. I like hooks as like a spooky aesthetic because they're terrifying. Agreed. And I like when the hooks are like already in the place. Like I like when you yeah, don't, don't use B-roll them. that like, I don't know, you went to like a meat packing like warehouse and we're just like, like <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like the ghost adventures zoom. would like bring in a creepy doll and be like, just like put it places. I don't know. <laughs> um. So hooks are dangling, and uh, and in the stables, people hear like work sounds, like blacksmithy sounds. Oh no! Chink, chink, chink. Oh, That's no. as far as I got in uh, impression school, and <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh god. Well, I should I, I should mention this now. Most Haunted has employed the help of a man named Fred, and he is apparently a demonologist, which I have yet to really get a good feel for exactly what a demonologist is purposes. Yeah. So he's this tall, gaunt man he looks exactly how you would imagine a demonologist would he's always wearing this like neck amulet thing (laughs) what is he a vampire i i swear to god i swear to god if you dressed up as him for halloween people would say i like your costume and wow that looks like you really invested in that amulet swear this is what he's wearing a tall thin dark suit like a weird shiny satin black vest and then a neck amulet thing like a like almost like a little clip like almost like a necklace like right where the top button is what's his hair color uh gray <gasps> because i've got a math teacher in mind for what he looks like and he also has gray hair <laughs> wow so that's perfect i see it so but my guy's also irish so there's a little bit of extra fun going on there. Yeah, I mean, and he's definitely gaunt as fuck. He looks like a vampire, and he's a demonologist, which always surprised me because it feels like demonologists always look like heavy metal band members, but they, it's like- I feel like demonologists are demons in hiding. Well, it's like, are you like on the demon side? Like, because it seems like they always gravitate towards dark- like mysterious oh, yeah. dress and it's like if you are like trying to rid places of demons wouldn't you be wearing like a bunch of angel shit like wouldn't yeah. you be so my theory is that people anyone who would ever ascend to the title of demonologist which how do you get that goddamn certification <laughs> um probably through the church no i bet not they're they, not gonna they, sponsor they train us. you about they train you about uh exorcisms I don't know if he's affiliated with the church. How- I don't think they'd ever broadcast that they train people on demons. I don't think they'd want you to ever become a demonologist. I Yeah, I think they would prefer to, you to be a, a, I don't know. one Altar of the- boy. A what? Altar boy. <laughs> we know you're trained in demons, but we have a better calling in mind for you. <laughs> 
what's your robe size? A seven? Yeah. You look like a can seven. You, can you ring the spell three times? <laughs> Good. Uh, can you look <laughs> humble and serene? And also kind of tired. <laughs> Oh, God, I was never, ever, ever jealous of the altar boys. I was like, damn, you guys have to, like, rehearse for this? Because, wow, rehearsing for mass has got to be the most boring thing in the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, one-on-one time with yeah. Father Ben. Oh. <laughs> oh. I've seen him at Costco. I've seen him at the Costco. It's not a fun time. <laughs> anyway, so this oh. demonologist... It's unclear whether he's a medium. They, like, kind of talk to him about, oh, like, yeah. Yvette will sometimes be like, are you feeling anything? And he's just like, oh, yeah, uh, really dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, ooh, I felt the breeze. Did you feel the breeze? Ooh. Sometimes he sounds so unconvincing when he's just, she's just like, do you feel anything like dark? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know. A lot. It's more gray. A lot yeah. of dark stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, can you elaborate on that? He's like, no, it's um, no. <laughs> there's, no, I there's can't. something dark here, and um, well, I'll find it. Will you? <laughs> oh my god. So he's talking, and he's like, you know, it's a very interesting location. And, and uh, this area, uh, uh, there's a stone cottage that dates to the 1500s. And, and in this area, in the 1500s, witchcraft and demonology was, was rife, you know. So lots of that going on. So, yeah, definitely there's going to, yeah, there's always, yeah, demons, mm. darkness, witches all around. <laughs> like, we're like, wait, what? <laughs> Are you just saying that just in the 1500s there was witchcraft in England? Like... We know. Is that all you need to be a certified demonologist <laughs> is to know like the first page of witch history? <laughs> witch history. Oh, that'd be cute. Can it'd be imagine? like it would be like a pun and it'd be like witch history question mark. Ah! But it'd be like witch history. Oh. Demonology school is fun. So <laughs> So he just fucking roams around and is just like, yeah, generally, really, dark. Could be a demon. And everyone's oh like, God. but, but it, like, why, why it? would it, though? Why don't, just darkness. So, <laughs> so before they, and this is so funny, before they begin the investigation, they're just walking around. Yvette hears a growl. Uh, if you haven't seen Most Haunted, Yvette is the host whose hair color varies only between uh, honey blonde and red. In this season, it's Ooh. red. Uh, I miss when she was in her pixie cut era. That was really cute. Oh, I know. That was, well, well it's okay. She knows she looks great in bangs and I won't take anything from her. So... Before they begin the investigation and they're just like walking through like one of the, I think the stable block or maybe the cottage, Yvette hears a growl, like a weird, okay, not that, Um, (laughs) something better and scarier than that. So just use your imagination. I mean, it would be scary if you just heard it out of thin air. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Oh my god! If I heard it at work, I'd be terrified. Yeah. 
I would just be scared if I pretty much heard that anyway. Speaking of work, I put in my two weeks. <gasps> Why are you telling That's... me this right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need more time for myself and for school and stuff, so. Uh, props. Anyway, so- <laughs> God damn it, Morgan. So, yeah. So let me outline the general cast before we get into the the investigation. We've got Yvette, who always talks like this. Are you there? Is anyone there? And she's married to Carl. I swear I saw something. Carl. And then he is a cameraman with Stuart. Thank you. Thank you for that. Can you do it again? Stuart. He has alopecia, I believe. And then they're both cameramen. And then among, uh, and then there's an EVP guy named Eamon, who's innocuous. And then there's uh, the demon guy. His name is Fred, which is funny because I feel like Freds are, I mean, uh, demons are always like called Fred. Yeah. Like Fred is like a common like evil entity name, I feel like. I wonder if that's religious. Frederick? Yeah, if that's like a bad person in the Bible. The evil Fred? I don't think so. <laughs> the evil Frederick. Maybe. Frederick's rhetoric was... There were no Fredericks in the Middle East. Uh, We don't know. I think we We do. (laughs) Damn. So we've got Fred, the demonologist. And then um, we have Glenn, who is the skeptic. But he is a chill skeptic, and he's a sweet little man... And, uh, and he's not, like, as much of, like, a dickhead skeptic as, like, Chris French on Haunted Homes, where he's like, I studied psychology, and I'm just going to go into each of these terrifying homes and just go, don't feel anything, and then go back to the Winnebago. Uh, well, what happens when he's no longer a skeptic? Is he just along for the ride? Or do they have to fire him and get a new one? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! The moment you know? he starts to like, no, I, I could have sworn I saw something. Like, oh, wrap it up. Glenn, it's been so nice working with you. This is really tough. But we've got to find someone who's going to interrupt us and try to be the voice of reason annoyingly. So, Did he go to the monk place with them? Yes. Was he part of that? Oh, and he's still a skeptic? Or is this before? I don't know. I don't know what the season differences i think it's a similar season i don't know how you could go to that place and be a skeptic ever afterwards he was just like there's definitely something there um whether it be energy or and all this stuff and i'm like dude you're like grasping there's something fucking happening yeah anyway say that inside of the house so those are our five did i say yes so that's our cast of characters now, um, they've heard the growl, they've gone on land, they talked about the history. All right. So Yvette, Glenn, and Fred are in the main farmhouse, 
And it's a museum, so they've maintained all of, like, old original furniture, and they've employed the use of some truly horrifying mannequins. Like, really, really bad quality mannequins with, like, the, like, clothes, like, kind of drooping off of them. It's it's a bad scene. And, like, bad, ugly wigs. Ugh. The wigs. Rough. Which, uh, I don't know if, like, a more realistic mannequin would probably be scarier, so probably don't want that, but still. All mannequins are terrifying. Agreed. At least to me. Yeah. So, um, so they're just hanging out in the main farmhouse in, like, the living room area, and they start to hear this, like, knocking, banging, knocking, knocking. Do you, do you want us here? No, probably not. No. They knock back (laughs) one for no. Do do you mean us harm? Uh, uh, Why do uh, they always mean us harm? (laughs) She said that. She's like, why do they always mean us harm? Oh my god. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Like turns to Fred. Do you feel anything? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I feel that they don't want us here. (laughs) I am active, you know? Active stuff. Okay, Fred. Oh my god. So they're hearing like, and then they would ask questions and then it would just be like. And it's like, wait, is this Morse code? We don't, we don't have the <laughs> don't ability to it. interpret that. Um, And they're like, Damn. what, what the, you're excited. And then they hear the, and it gets like louder and more intense. So they follow it upstairs and then they hear a dragging sound, which, like, everyone always <gasps> hears a goddamn dragging sound. So they go into the other room, and they find that it's, like, there's, like, a kid's room set up, like, old-timey. And there's an old, like, bassinet um, with on wheels. And they, like, moved it and, like, realized that that was the sound that they heard. Was, like, the bassinet being, like, pulled back while they were <gasps> in the other room. I've come to terms with it. And I've internalized it. <laughs> and um, and then they keep hearing just like, dunk, bonk, dunk. And everyone is just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not coming from like something happening in that room. The dragging was the, okay, okay. It's, uh. it's like, just like knockings in the floor, knockings in the ceiling, knockings in the walls. And it's like, what the fuck? And then that's like, are you, f- is it following us? And then Fred's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we hired him. He's a good addition to the team. Oh, I feel like a fun turn of events could be that he's the demonologist, but also the skeptic. Ooh. He doesn't believe me. in his own thing. Oh, God. He's literally the most nonchalant person they've, like, almost ever had on the show. And he's dressed like a goddamn vampire. And he's the one that's like, um, sure. Why not? Uh, It could be. Yeah. They don't want us here. And it's like, no, sir, we look to you for terror. Please. Yes. 
And I think he even said, I think he was like, you know, it could be a demon. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's not wrong. He was just like, He's got that. Yeah. This could be demonic. And we're like, oh well, Lord. I mean, we don't have any evidence of that. Yeah, there's no evidence, but there's no evidence against it, so. That's, well, but he seems like totally like. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going well, on. Well, it, it could have been, yeah. I don't know. I anyway. So, uh, they finally separate out into some uh, some investigations. So, the, the most, the majority of the team is getting ready for investigations. Meanwhile, Carl and Eamon are in the farmhouse like parlor and uh and they're just gonna do a quick evp sesh yes yes <laughs> evpa and they're uh oh my god this microphone is good quality enough that i could probably i don't want to do an evp session fuck no <sighs> i'd probably just hear my neighbors oh true no if you if you try and talk with it, the activity might pick up. I learned that the hard way. Oh, God, you're right. I don't recommend it. No, no, you don't. I think I'm going to pick up some sage today just for funsies. I was thinking yesterday when I was on the train really late at night, I was like, I wonder if I, I would love to just like go through train cars and just like sage because it's like, you know how many horrible yeah. things have happened on like New York City MTA to just be able to go through and be like, you know what? Let's clear this all up. Except Speaking. for then everybody would walk in and be like, oh, God, I think a homeless person died <laughs> in here. It's like, no, no, he passed over because of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of needing to sage. So I was talking to a coworker who has a friend. And she said that her friend, who I know, had an experience the other night, and she was telling me about it. And I won't mention the name. So she was asleep with her boyfriend, and then she Sin! Ah! Hell. That is she- an experience. <laughs> she woke up, and this guy was like, hey, do you let your dogs out to pee? And she- well, this is like in her dream. She had woken up, and this was happening. And she was like, yeah, we- um." We, we let him out, but it's really late right now, so not right now. And then all of a sudden, she woke up, and her boyfriend also all of a sudden woke up. And she was like, did I wake you up? And he was like, no, I just all of a sudden woke up. And the dogs were going crazy in the other room, and it was three in the morning. Uh. But wait, couldn't like, they have just not- been woken up from the noise of the dogs? No, they, like, went crazy a bit after they woke up. Oh. And they were in, like, one localized area going crazy. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds like maybe your dogs just needed to pee and someone was being a champ and letting you know. Hey. That's a helpful ghost. Yeah. But I was like, I got some sage. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Hire me for parties. (gasps) Oh my gosh, I can just imagine designing your business card. Please. <gasps> Ooh. I like it. I like it. So, so we've got Carl and Eamon. They're in the farmhouse parlor. And they're sitting at a table. All their equipment is set up. And you can, and he's recording and you can uh, see the like uh, waveform of the recording happening in real time. Which is fun. 
and uh, and the table starts to just like vibrate. And he puts the camera on the table and you can see like the cords connected to the computer recording and like across, you can see like the table like moving closer to the court, like you can see the table vibrating. It's fucked up. And it's like, oh my God. what the hell's going on here? And, uh, and he asks the EVP, you know, like, uh, Eamon as he's like, are you, are you near me? Are you in the chair? Are you near me? And then, uh, and then they stop recording and go back and enhance the audio and amplify it a couple times. And then they go and re-listen to it. And after he says, are you near me? It says, yes. Oh. And then, oh. then they, get away. they keep listening and they catch the best EVP I have ever heard on Most Haunted. It says, behind you. Oh, my knees got so many goosebumps. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like a man's voice saying, "Behind you." That's my best impression of an AVP. Let's listen to that again in slow motion. Oh my god! No, but this one actually said, "Behind you." Like you can hear that. It's not a. And they're like, you see clearly, it said my name. <laughs> oh my god, I don't... Yeah, the best EVP I've ever heard them catch. I want an EVP to say, gotcha. Because I feel like that would be really fun. <laughs> I want an EVP to say... What do I want it to say? Mm... No, everything I was thinking of is actually a lot creepier when it's said by a ghost. Back in my day, we had to walk to the... Uh, they just, like, nag you. <laughs> in my day, when we wanted to communicate with spirits, we didn't have this fancy technology. We just had to die. To <laughs> I had to kill myself. <laughs> All right, Jebediah the skeptic. <laughs> it's time. So, so they're pretty freaked the fuck out after that EVP sesh. And then, and then, and gentlemen, and then. And then the camera drained of all its battery. And we don't have any more visually. Hark, the blood is pounding in our ears. Almost haunted, you will always scare us through our fears. It's from Pippin. Uh, but don't worry about it. Yes, the camera instantly drains of battery. And it just goes, done, while it was on the table. Oh, my God. Paranormal activity. Okay. Oh, my God. So, they decide to have a seance in the same area. Because they were like, obviously shit's going down. Let's get up on it while it's going. So, they're having a seance. Uh, This is the whole cast. Everybody comes in. Got their hands on the table. Their little fingy tips. And uh, and the table is, like, pulsating. Uh Oh. Like you can hear it? 
or they can no, feel it. No, I was both. just wanted to vocalize. <laughs> pulse. You uh, you uh. <laughs> The table starts muck chanting. <laughs> oh, that would be that. Suggestions all ghosts. Try that next time someone a crew comes to Chant. talk to you. Chant from the table. Chant from the walls. Chant. Chant from inside of their heads. Couldn't they get in your heads and do things? Because that would be cool. No, Morgan, that's fucked up. Could but be, it'd be yeah, creepy. Like a demon show. Yeah, Could do that. Maybe. <laughs> demons can't. Oh my god. And then he was like, you know, keep in mind, you know, demons can take, you know, any form. They can take animal, you know, human, any, any form. Vampire human. And <laughs> Vampire human named Fred, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think he's secretly a demon. So, God, he's not, a, he's boring. Okay, no, he's not boring. He wears a goddamn amulet. But maybe he's making up because he's, he's, he is boring. So he wears an amulet. So people are like, oh, he probably knows things. Oh, look out for him. Got an amulet. Table shaking, pulsating. Yvette says, do you mean us harm? <laughs> They always do. They always do. Why and do they always mean us harm? <laughs> and um, and they on they're doing an EVP session while they're doing this, and yes. it says yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't... Bollocks. Sure. They mean us harm. <laughs> so then they're oh, just God. like, well, um, I guess that's good to know moving forward. So they split up. Oh, Yvette. Okay. Fred and Glenn. So Glenn is the skeptic. Fred is the vampire. Uh, they head to the cottage kitchen, I believe. Uh, and this is the super old from the 1500s. The one that's old. And um, <laughs> Carl and Stuart stay in the main house. Ooh. Now, Yvette, Fred and Glenn in the cottage kitchen are sitting around a table and Glenn, the skeptic, says he, he's just like, I've just uh, felt someone breathe on my neck. Oh. And then they're like, oh, really? You know, let's see. You know, do something again. You know, move something. Make yourself known. And he's just like, just uh, felt it again. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't ask it to do anything else, please. So, you know, he's not overeager. And she's like, isn't that interesting that you're the skeptic and it's and it's going to you? I'm really pleased. <laughs> it's like, oh, now it knows I'm the skeptic. Yeah. Uh, now there's no doubt. Paul Thanks. Glenn. So they're at the table and the table starts rocking and wobbling. Like, you can see it. And all they've got is their little fingertips on it. So it's a rocking and a wobbling. And uh, and she goes, and Yvette asks, you know, rock the table. Can you do it violently? Come on, if, you, if you'd like, can you try? And then she felt like a cold air on her hands. And she was like, bleh. <laughs> 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 all right, never mind. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, that is sufficient. Thank you. Gross. Yeah. And Fred's just fucking hanging out this whole time, like, occasionally mumbling, like, yeah, it could be very dark stuff. Oh my god. Yeah. 
I love So I then love it. yeah, me too. So then this is really fun. Colin Stewart. <laughs> they're in the main house and they're like in like a hallway or like a living roomy area. And Carl is going, you know, is there a little girl here? Are there any children here? They hear this sound. Shuffling. Go, go. What was it? it? Stop, mate. Stop. There's a ball there. Where is it? No, there's a, there's a ball. What, like 15 feet away from us? There's a ball. Wasn't there before. There's a big ball. A gigant, a volleyball, a vintage ass volleyball has dropped like 15 feet in front of them onto the ground. Whenever he said, are there any children what? here? Make yourself known. Which, which could be a kid or if Fred was worth anything, he might say, hey, that could be a demon. Let's be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Demons like to be kids. They do. I think they like to reclaim some innocence, but... No. <laughs> That's the opposite <laughs> of the demon MO. Um, yeah. uh, so a volleyball drops on the goddamn ground oh. out of nowhere. And then they were like, where was that, man? Like, I didn't see that fucking anywhere, man. So they uh, cut to, like, footage previously that they had shot of, like, the whole house. And it was that ball was next to, like, a dollhouse next to the bassinet in, like, the kid playroom. Isn't that upstairs? It's on the same floor, just like a couple rooms away. And then it just like, funk, bonk, like just appeared in a different room. Okay. (laughs) I'm like so fucking fascinated. I want to see if, god damn it. Why don't they ever use steady cams? Can they not afford like two other cameras? I just want them to, like, sit a camera in a room and just sit there because so many times they're like, oh, that was in just the other room. Run to that room. Oh, I've heard something in the other room. Runs to that room. And they never fucking catch when the thing actually moves. They have footage in every single room. That would be, just sit a goddamn camera there. It doesn't even have to be good quality. Like a flip camera, something. Just to see what happens, how this ball transported itself. We'll all show up with our laptops. We'll record it. We'll just sit there, help them out. Aww. That would be a fun field trip for us. The volunteer team. Oh, That would be fun. Aww. All right, campers. We show up with Let's t-shirts. Out. We're like, okay, we're at the set of Most Haunted. They don't know we're here. We're going to run in and try to help them. If they say no, we're going to camp out here and wait until they allow us to. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Do you mean us, Hom? Woo! I'm here to party! <laughs> Woo! They mean you harm with it. Did you hear it? Guys, can you please keep it down? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're just excited. We're the ghost hype team. <laughs> ghost hype team. So, then they hear footsteps. Like, like so clear. And they hear laughing, giggling. Oh, if no. you were the one that's giggling, stop it. Do it again. What's so funny? Shut up. <laughs> uh, and he's like, uh, you know, do it again. They don't. So then, so changing locations, Yvette, Fred, and Glenn head back to the head to 
Where do they go? Stable block? Yeah, I think so, actually. In the stable block. Or no, maybe they're back in the cottage? Where the fuck are they? I don't know. They never really explained, but they're in a place <laughs> on the grounds. <laughs> and uh, and they walk in and they're like, the light's on. Why is the light on? We didn't have the light on. So that's unusual. And then Fred is just like, yeah, something really dark here. Oh my God. <laughs> and she's like, really? <laughs> I mean, sure, Why yeah. Not? Could be. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> sure. So they're up oh there. My God. And Yvette hears footsteps. Then they hear all this movement on the stairs. And uh and they run over to where it's coming from and they are like, Is that you? And it's like, Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> knock knock. Oh my god. Yeah. So they're fucking interacting effectively. Meanwhile, Carl and Stuart go to, I think this is the cottage where like the old, super old timey kitchen is. And there, there's only like two rooms in the bottom floor. There's the old timey kitchen and then there's like a sparse, like sort of seated area, just like a table. And um, they're in like the table area and they hear like a ting, like a metal ping. And they're like, that sounded like a pot. It sounded like a pot. Tinging. So they go into the kitchen area. And Carl says, could, could you give us another sound, please? Ting. It's the same ting again. None, oh of the pots, none of the pots have moved. Nothing. So then, of course, they leave the kitchen and go back into the other room. And then they hear a pan, like, shifting. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. Run back. <laughs> and uh, and they can recreate the sound, but that was the sound that they just heard. And you can actually hear the tinging. And um, and then Carl, uh, no, Stuart is like inspecting the pans. And on the bottom of the pans, it like has for some reason like a carved out like purpose for them. Like it says like frying pan and other says, huh. you know, whatever. And Stuart looks at one and he goes, oh, it says stew on it. It says stew. Oh, it says stew. <laughs> and then they're both laughing because he's like i thought it was a sign you know from above and then i realize it's stew pot it's for stew isn't it (laughs) that's my favorite thing ever (laughs) yeah so oh god Stuart. Stuart's my fucking favorite. What a thing I love about him is that something will happen. He'll be terrified, run to it, talk about it, all this stuff. And then after he finally calms down, he'll go, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, thanks. Screaming, running, shuffling, terrified. I don't feel good in here. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) At least he's polite. He is. But it's so like official. Like, all right, good. So then... Carl says, you know, we know that we're intruding here. Um, and, and, and if you want us to leave, just, you know, just, just make another sound. Ding! It's the oh. same fucking sound again. And he's literally standing in front of the pots. And they're just like, what the, 
what? Like, why is this happening so perfectly? And they're like, well, we said we would leave if they did that. (laughs) Damn it, I'm a man of my word. Thank you. So, and that's exactly what he said. He said, well, thanks for that. (laughs) Thank you. And they head out. And that's the end of the investigation of, um, what's it called? Village Church Farm Museum in Lincolnshire. I wonder what the ghost's, like, M.O. is. Like, who they are. Why they're there. Why they don't want them there. Right. I don't know why they always seem to mean them harm. Yeah, yeah, it seems like there's kids. I think a lot of families have lived in that farmhouse over the years. Obviously, it's from the 1700s. So many people have lived there. Maybe there's already too many ghosts there. And they're like, we have no more space for anyone else. Please get out. It is crowded. <laughs> I can barely full. breathe. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility. I'm, I mean, sure, yeah. If I mean, Fred you know, were helpful. Dark stuff. Dark <laughs> yeah. stuff. Over we there. could have some insight. <laughs> Man, I miss I miss my favorite medium that they ever had was David Wells, who was so sweet and just precious and just I feel it in my chest. Somebody's going like you know I feel it. Ugh. Like he was so great and, it, and it, he was so descriptive and wonderful and sweet. And sometimes he would scream, and I thought that was really endearing. Um, and then why don't they always have a medium? I don't know. I think every investigative paranormal crew should have a medium. I completely agree. I think everyone should always have a medium, but... Correct. It's not always a luxury we can have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't know. uh, Maybe they're harder to come by than we seem to think. Yeah. But, But I feel like if you're them, you can find one. Yeah. Like, mediums apply. And yeah. I, David Wells was awesome. They had this Scottish guy. He was chill. He was kind of, I don't know. He wasn't, he didn't really get me as much as um, David Wells. And then the guy, they had a guy who ended up being a f- faker, <gasps> an imposter in the early seasons. That's why I can't watch the fucking early seasons because I know that everything he says is bullshit. Which is really frustrating because they go to some awesome locations in the early seasons. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. But that guy is such a dickhead. (laughs) They should just blur him out. They should and everything he says. But I was so upset. They filmed America baking show like the, you know, the British baking show. There's an America version. What? Yeah, there were like there's already a season or two out. And the most recent one. I watched the first episode with my parents. We were going to watch a second episode and we we're like, why is it not on our DVR? Why is this not happening? And then I look it up and the host guy, there's Paul Hollywood, who I love. And then there's some other guy who I don't really know who he is, but this other guy was involved in like a sexual misconduct kind of situation. He, he fucked up and they canceled the show. <gasps> and so somebody won the show people went through the show this was their moment and they had to have that taken away because of some fuck face and i think that what they should have done is blurred him out and just like had like the who's that lady that was one of the hostesses on the other one that was in her own the the um, time era cooking shows 
Oh, fuck. I can't. Oh, uh, Sue, Sue Perkins. Yes. I think they should have her voice over what he said or put her on commentary. And I think they should blur him out. Let everyone else have their moment. Because it sucks. I mean, oh, no, that's such a huge bummer. So they're just not going to air the show at all? Yeah, they showed like one episode or two episodes and then that was it. (gasps) Oh, it's so upsetting. That Not is... to mention him being an upsetting person in general because of what he did. But... God, are they going to, like, recast it and keep going? I don't know. I have no clue. That is I... so awful. The it's amount so of money upsetting. they must have lost. Yeah, I... I feel bad for the people. That was their moment. Yeah. Fuck. That's fucking terrible, man. Oh, God. Ugh. In other news, something more positive, Sue Perkins has a Netflix show where she goes down the... Is it Majong River? She goes down an Asian river and she just like talks with all these different people. And it's so amazing. Really? It's the best thing ever. It's yeah. so good. Super she's so fantastic. Fun. She's amazing. Yeah, she's ridiculously funny. I she's love so her. awesome. Yeah, she's so good. I was like, I'm not really into, like, I don't want to watch a story about, like, I want to watch, like, a comedy show, blah, blah, blah. But she's amazing. I learned a lot and she's awesome. So <laughs> I recommend. Look her up, look the show up. Yeah, she's fantastic. I love Sue Perkins. Uh, God, that's such a bummer for them. Because, like, man, I would love for there to be an American version of that show. That'd be so fun. I think there is one season out, maybe. Okay, I'll take a look. But it's not the same because Mary Berry is not on it. And the the two hostesses ladies aren't on it. Yeah, it's, um, is it Valerie Bertinelli? I think it's her and someone else. Valerie Bertinelli? I think, let me... Wait, isn't she an actress? What, what yeah. is... Yeah. Let me... Valerie Bertinelli. Wait, was she on some, like, weight loss something? Yeah, it's Valerie Bertinelli. I think she was for, like, Weight Watchers. Maybe she, she was a soap opera person. What the hell? Yeah, it's, um... I don't know. She was on Food Network. Let me see if they're gonna do... Well, I hope they do. Me too. Me too. Cause it, and, like, the cast seemed really good. His name is Johnny Luzini. The guy that's scum. And Johnny Luzini. The God. They should have known. That reminds me of Megan Wants a Millionaire. Do you know about that show? Mm-mm. So it was a show where it was a, like, dating reality show where this woman named Megan was just like, I want a millionaire. And they were like, all right, all of the contestants are literally millionaires. So it's basically Gold Digger the show. And uh, and they had to cancel it mid-season because one of the final guys, like, that was going to be chosen, they found out had, like, murdered his girlfriend and, like, (gasps) cut her up into little pieces and put her in a suitcase. Oh, my God. He should go on baggage. (laughs) (laughs) What's your baggage? He reveals, I killed my girlfriend. No, he opens it and, like, fake body parts fall out. He's like, ah. And the audience goes, oh. Oh, oh, girlfriend. Yeah. And the other guys are just like, I saw once on baggage, he was like, I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. And everyone was like, oh. And I was like, uh, that's not fucking baggage. That's called being a boy. That's Boys a love hobby. dinosaurs. Anyway, I think that's a good a point as any to end this. Um, Boys like dinosaurs. 
It's true. I took Ian to the Natural History Museum and the moment we got to like the, the dinosaur section, he was just like, whoa, dinosaurs are so cool. And he's like 25 oh and like so like composed, but he's just like, whoa, fucking dinosaurs, man. And I'm just like, yeah, that. these are dinosaurs. Yeah. And he's just like, dang, man, man, dang. <laughs> anyway, he didn't that. say any of that, but he was very excited. Uh, if you have a scary story of your own, Email it to us at scary... Nope, that's not the email. Email it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com. If you would like to check out some merch and buy some cool stuff, you can go to redbubble.com and type in scary stories from Camp Roanoke. If you would like to leave us a review or a subscription or a rating, please do here on Apple Podcasts or on our Facebook page or... Uh, I guess that's it. And um, no, yeah, I think that's, I think I covered Check all of it. Check out our Instagram. Oh yeah, we have an Instagram, Scary Stories from Camp Row. It's really fun and I send updates on stuff and it's great. And uh, we've gotten a lot of messages from people lately. Uh, a ton, actually. More like in this past week than I've gotten in like really? a month. Uh, so thank you so much for reaching out. It means a lot. So happy Thanks, to hear guys. from everybody. Um, uh, I appreciated being called a sexy Italian on the oh. Instagram. <laughs> and Morgan, you were called a sexy redhead. So. Woo! I did it. <laughs> Finally, we're making it in <laughs> radio where people think we're sexy. Anyway, so, um,. I think we've given you all the avenues for success. You just have to take the steps, campers. Sound good? Great. Well, you have no other choice than to have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted things. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>